There's a lot of energy you're bringing here. It's Monday! It's Monday for us. It's Friday for everyone else. Unless you're not watching it on the day that this came out, in which case... Welcome. Welcome. Um, as you can see, most of us have died. Yes. Uh, yeah. Shot through the airlock. Yeah, it was really, it was really fucked up. Yeah. Um, Carrie was there banging on the glass saying, don't do it, don't yeah. do it. But I was like, Gray's got that alien in him. We got to follow quarantine. And so we, we so shot wait. him out the airlock. We so who's him. left? Uh, it's the three of us. Uh, we shot Austin. Who are us? Who are us? Who are oh. us? That's what I'm trying to get oh, at. I'm trying to introduce okay. ourselves. Yeah. God, without the other two here, the flow's just all yeah. fucked yeah, up yeah, already. It's, it's really bad. It's hey, really bad. Hey, take it away, Ys. Hi, I'm Isa. I am the girl. Hi, I'm Cole. I am the producer. Hi, I'm Miles. I'm camera four, apparently, and I'm the one here that knows the least about anime. And behind me is a new face. <gasps> Hello. Who are you? I am Ben, the uh, fill-in anime side checker slash. Uh, editor of fan service. Yeah, the double side of the double side cock. Yeah, du mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'll take it. Mm -hmm. Essentially, now, now that Austin's dead too, we have yeah. a new. We have a new. We'll just yeah. call you Austin too. <laughs> I like how we could find a replacement for Austin. Like easily yeah, replaced. Yeah. <laughs> position. Eat. I'm just. I'm feeling confident. I'm just going to try to stay away from. My argument was that it's actually like the most important position. He's the one who actually looks at the facts. That's what we tell him. I mean, so that he still does fair, it. Fair. We can always find. Ben, don't listen to any of this. You're fine. You're safe. We promise. Wait, there's someone else here. Bones, the official. So, don't you dare knock him off, Austin, too. I swam to John. Don't you do it. I swam to John. Oh, our boy almost John fell. Dark. Bones, Bones is very Bones. What's up? Uh, yep. It's a joke from the dark days. Don't worry about it. If you're in on it, you're in on it. <laughs> if not, ask your neighbor. <laughs> look to your left. Look to your left. Look to your right. Odds are both of them know. <laughs> and one of them will die. <laughs> yeah. A lot of death yeah. coming out the gate this death. Monday morning for us. Mondays are hard. That's what Mondays are for. Hey, so uh, we are recording this week of RTX, which is Rooster Teeth's uh, local Austin uh, convention thing that we do. Uh, so things are a little hectic this yes. week. We're gonna we're gonna have kind of like a fun sort of just like discussion yeah. in this new episode. We'll actually be able to yeah. talk about stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, the episode I, that everyone else in the family is not here. <laughs> <laughs> um, first things first, we did have. Some news uh, between uh, the time they were filming now and our last recording, the uh, trailer dropped for Netflix's original series Castlevania, Castlevania. season two, which <laughs> is um, worked on by uh, Powerhouse. Right our neighbors here in Austin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're kind of like people say like if, if Rooster Teeth is like the 3D animation studio of Austin, then like Powerhouse is like the 2D one. Woof. Like, we both do both, <laughs> but like but like Powerhouse is yeah. like that's kind of like their, yeah. their thing, their specialty. Yeah. Um, and uh, you can really see it in all of uh, all of their stuff. Oh my gosh! Like, did y'all watch uh, all of the first season? Yes, all four episodes. Anime adjacent, guys. Anime adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> I will no. I will stand here and say anime. Um, he will. I will <laughs> die on this hill. And I won't read the comments. <laughs> um, what, what did you guys think about season one? I loved it. Yeah, it was, it was funny in the ways that I didn't expect it to be because it, it was such a serious, um, serious-looking show. And then, of course, like you have main character going, "God shits in my dinner once again," and I like <laughs> fucking lost it Belmont, at that point. Belmont's great. And then, of course, um, the other characters have some really good lines too. Like when uh, forget her name when she yeah, like, the if I if I piss in his, in his yeah, someone beer. like gives give him a beer. He's yeah. like, I'm just pissing it and calling. Yeah, and, the, and her dad was like. Oh, <laughs> what are you talking? What's wrong with you? She's just quiet. Um, I li I liked it a lot. Uh, I thought it was. It felt like like a proof of concept. Yes, I agree. It felt like they were like, okay, we're gonna show you this, so you guys will like this and hopefully want more. Mm -hmm. 
Because it, it did feel like a little empty in some areas, but I... It was very, very quick. It was like, hey, we kind of have this one simple thing we have to take care of. There's this one village that's being fucked over by this one bad priest dude. Excuse me. Um, and, of course, it ends with a big setup. If you've yeah. played the games, you get really excited by the reveal of our th what would be, I guess, our third main character yeah. uh, in the series now after watching Alucard. the... Alucard. Did you guys know? And not many people know this. That's Dracula spelled backwards. <gasps> what? Right? And that's a fan service exclusive, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, we're the first report on this. <laughs> we cracked that egg, yeah. <laughs> um... I'm unbelievably excited for season two. Yeah. Season one was just, it was a lot of fun. Like mm. it's, for a, for a show that starts off like incredibly overbearing darkness, dark and violence, oh, and just like, like, it's so, it's so gruesome. Uh, yeah. It's not one I'd recommend watching while you eat. No. <laughs> um, and yet they were still able to inject this like levity and just kind of like this sort of like, yeah, the world sucks, fuck it, let's fight. Yeah. Um, I'm really about it. I'm I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to see what they can do with hopefully maybe a longer runtime and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Do we know how many have they said how many episodes I don't is next think season? So. Be? Uh, ben, you can correct me on that if I'm Hondo P wrong. Hondo P. Hondo P. Um but yeah, no, I'm I'm super looking forward to it. If cool. you haven't watched it, definitely check it out. Well he's looking that up. Um I know uh a series that was very polarizing. People who liked it really liked it. People who didn't like it were like, eh, it's okay. Hmm. Um ReZero. Uh huh. Uh, Zero. That was. Was boy, that the one with the with boy, Rem and Ram? And yeah. Boy dies, comes back yeah, to life a bunch. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So people have been clamoring for a season two for so mm -hmm. long, and they're not getting it. Instead, they're getting an OVA. <laughs> oh <laughs> boy. Um, but I mean, oh. whenever you see like OVAs kind of come out like this, that's normally a sign of like, hey, there might be an announcement. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. we're making something. Mm -hmm. Are we just making this just to make it, or is there a meaning behind this? Who to knows? Like put yeah. put an attachment. Uh, in the trailers or in the credits, like how how did you guys feel about that one overall? I uh, loved it. I did not. Yeah, I was on the negative side. It's funny because um when I went uh, touring in Japan, um and it was uh, pack set tours. Um, <laughs> it was a big tour group of all these strangers who were really into anime because it was an anime uh, specific tour, and a. A couple of them really loved ReZero. Oh, really? And they mentioned it. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'm really into ReZero. Like, they had a lot of, like, ramp. Like, when we went to um, Japan Anime Expo, or what was the time? I forget already the convention. <laughs> when we went to the expo, um, they had a bunch of merch there still. I think that's when they were still, like, selling some ReZero merch. And a lot of them got, like, Ram and Ram stuff. And it was really cute. And I was just, like, holding it in yeah. about how much I didn't like the series. That was, that was me watching The Last Jedi with my family. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we'll die on two different hills. <laughs> well, yeah, for me, I, I I had a mixed bag. There were yeah. things that I, I I'm not willing to put it in an overall. I liked it or didn't like it yeah. sort of category. Yeah. I think there were things that were about it that I thought were noteworthy. I thought the mm. uh, the way that they handled like uh, a lot of the like the acting. I thought some of the acting in the in yeah. this show was phenomenal. Particularly, I always called him Beetlejuice, but the oh, main yeah. kind of bad towards yeah. the end of season one. <laughs> Every time he was on screen, unbelievably uncomfortable. That's the voice actor for Kirito, sort of. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, damn. So. He's got range. Um, <laughs> but then, yeah, there was some stuff that was like, I love this girl. I sure do. Yeah. Did you hear her? Yeah. I love her. It's, it was definitely, yeah, kind of, uh, some, I can, like, note the things that were really good about it, mm. um, especially because it picked up uh, at the end. Mm -hmm. uh, most death it picked up at the end, but then uh, as an overall thing, I was not a huge fan. Fair enough. So. Yeah, teach their own. Yeah. Um, Cole liked it. I loved it. Yeah, I know you did. <laughs> yeah. You absolutely really loved, loved it. it. Um, I I like any kind of like 
taking a genre, which we're going to get into more stuff later today, uh, and taking any kind of genre that's kind of like people are starting to get a little tired of and doing some kind of deconstruction on it. Mm-hmm. So like, and like seeing, okay, here's your standard isekai main character. What what happens when you fuck with him? Uh, yeah. What is like, isekai? A uh, uh, different world. Boy trapped in another uh, world okay. in harem. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's definitely deserving of its own genre at this point. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Castlevania is going to have eight episodes. Eight. eight. Ooh, Ooh, double the double. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Isekai is, um, I know Sekai is world yeah. in Japanese. So they like did one of those palindromes. Is yeah. it palindromes? Uh, Not palindrome. No, it's a weird. It's, it's another. A weird word. It's that word it's that means you word. smashed words together. Yeah. Gotcha. They word you, fucked it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, nice. it just means like, means like other world or tra- like yeah, it, it's fish com- out of water. Yeah, Got they it. combine two different words, yeah. and so Sakai is another. Yo, straight up, this promotional art though looks like it's right out of that awful Frozen. Uh, oh my put god! In front of um, <laughs> Coco. In front of Coco. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna teach you the meaning of Christmas, y'all. We're gonna find a tradition here in this magical world. Come oh. on, Olaf. <laughs> is it set for a Christmas release? Uh, it's around that time. Yeah, it's okay, later, like November sense. around. Uh, winter this that year. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. It, the light novel's been going on a lot longer yeah. since the show ended, and like we were already the show ended pretty, like, not that far into it. Yeah, you you started reading the light novels, or you tried to. I read have it. some of the light novels. I'm not super far into them. Okay, I already like read some spoilers from the Reddit mm. threads yeah. about like <laughs> what happens, and I was just like, oh, this is fascinating. <laughs> oh my! Okay. <laughs> no, it's goodness. Like, like, we've ta- I know we've talked about it before, but to kind of uh, quick quick hit it. Um, I know a lot of people who I talked to, they had a problem with the ending, and it's like, it's too perfect. Like, it's too like, oh, you've been like going after this girl all this time, and now it's just kind of like, oh, it's happy now. Y'all, y'all get to be together. Mm. Apparently, like, it immediately goes wrong. Nah. <laughs> yeah, it's like immediately, nah. like, <laughs> okay. Uh, so, just reminds me of the Final Fantasy 13 2 beginning. Yeah. Not familiar. So, uh, that's okay. It uh, drops in Japan on October 6th. Hello. Yeah. Thank you, Austin, too. Slash. So, uh, so that's kind of like <laughs> what we've got for news and interest today. So, uh, as we kind of said the uh, past couple weeks, we're going to now start getting into other shows that we've been watching that are either coming up this season, have come out in recent seasons, are super old shows, and just kind of like talk about what, what we're watching. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. first, Issa, what have you been... <gasps> Dude, watching that Miles watched as well. <laughs> I only watched the first yeah. episode right before we recorded because yeah. I had a little time over lunch. I was like, "Let me see what Banana Fish is about." Yeah. And I thought just I thought it was gonna be some sort of cutesy, Gretzko-esque sort of thing. Why don't you tell us about what it is? Well, can, I, so, Issa? can I say what I think it is? Okay, what, what well. do you think it? What do you think it is, Cole? Seeing the art, mm. I thought it was something like gangster. Because mm, mm-hmm. I've also heard you your description of it. Yeah, where it's like. Bonkers and a little gay. Yeah, that does sound like gangster, <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> gangster, I'm not familiar with gangster. It's another anime that came out. Um, it's on Hulu, actually. Yeah. Um, uh, f- Hulu Funny, um, it's about gangs mm. yeah. and gangsters and stuff like that. Gotcha. Yeah. For mature audiences. Okay. All right. Um, so, Banana Fish is bonkers and a little gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's on Amazon Prime. Yes. So, you need an Amazon Prime account to watch it. And it is actually a shoujo series. Shoujo. For girls. Oh. For young okay. girls. For young girls. Um, set Wait, what? So like, okay, no, exactly. Wait, what? Exactly. Let me set the stage. It is for shoujo, it was shoujo demographic. It was published back in the 90s. Oh, the 90s. Oh, the 90s. Mm. And it's shoujo primarily because it is, it does have 
BL in it. It okay. it does have two character two male characters who are very attracted to each other. Episode okay. three has a kiss. You gotta watch it. Oh snap! Um, and uh, it was very what's the word? Uh, I wouldn't say controversial. It was very forward okay. back in the day, 90s shoujo, mind you, because yeah. it wasn't about like young girls falling in love in high school. It wasn't just about like these two boys who were like really into each other, but they had to keep it a secret. Mm. It was. It's about gangs. It's about violence, and it's about like the repercussions of rape. And it's like whoa, nuts. yeah, because the main character. The blonde kid, his right. name is Ash, Ash Lynx. And he is like the head of one of the main gangs in like New York. Mm -hmm. um, and he was raised to be like a sex puppet. And he's like running these gangs. Like the guy who he, who in the beginning. Dino? Dino. That he, Dino is his pimp. That's why he calls him sweetheart. Okay, That's why he okay, calls okay. him sweetheart. And like, it's it's nuts. It's just like, wait, what? This is like really oh. weird. So um, the thing, the manga had a run in the 90s. It's finished at this point. So this anime adaptation is actually more of like an interesting nostalgia reboot. Mm. Um, they uh, updated the art and they updated the timeline. So it takes place um, more in modern times. In the manga, they, the Ash's older brother, um, he was a veteran from Vietnam War. And in the anime, he's a veteran from the Iraq War. So mm. updated okay. timelines, okay. updated tech and stuff. Um, so it is about like this guy who is like wrapped up in this gang world. And all of a sudden in comes these two uh, photographers mm. who are from Japan. And they get mixed up in his shit because it's just about this uh, this young photographer assistant whose name is Eiji. He gets caught up in this because he and Ash, of course, are, find this like interesting connection with mm. each other. And it's just about how Ash is essentially, to me, what I'm looking at so far is Ash is finding um, the mystery behind what does banana fish mean? What is banana fish? So right. we all don't know. So <laughs> yeah, we're all so, trying to figure that out. Uh, it, it, the the kind of cold open to the to the first episode is um, while they're on tour. Um, one of their squad mates um, kind of has a hysterical moment, and mm -hmm. um, the only afterwards, once it's calmed down, the only thing he can say is banana fish, um, and nobody knows what the hell that means. And Ash kind of, we we do a jump forward, and it's him. You know, he's now a part of this gang. He's running um, running this certain part of New York, working for Dino. Mm -hmm. um, but this question still plagues him of like, what is what this is thing that affected fish? his squad mate? What is banana fish? Um, kind of like uh, Citizen Kane. <laughs> trying to figure yeah. out what the meaning Citizen of Kane, if it Rosebud. was Wade Bonkers oh, and Gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. Kane Rosebud, you're right. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's gangs, sex, drugs. It's yeah. not beautiful, too. It's like, really good. The, the, that, that cold open, uh, when, we, when we cut from there into New York, um, there's an immediate artistic tonal shift okay. in like these really intense, saturated greens and like purples and like um, um, just like a ton of emotion coming through, like what's not natural lighting, but like very much an artistic take on it, and it's it's really it's really cool. It's super it's super neat. Um, it is definitely like uh, there. I was reading the Wikipedia article on it, and there was this um, uh, editorial that was saying about how like Banana Fish was. Uh, labeled a shoujo, but it was the one shoujo title that you can ask a guy if they read Banana Fish and they would totally not be ashamed of it <laughs> because it's it's so it's more about not about the romance. It's about literally like plot character line. It's like it's also interestingly one of the few like uh, uh, commentary um, 
there is this, uh, you know, kind of like a non-consensual fantasies okay. of, that happen in like same-sex things with Yaoi and BL. This is like one of the few titles that really actually go go out of their way to show you that, no, this is wrong. There are mm. actual like bad shit that happens when you do this kind of stuff to people. And it doesn't play into that fantasy, which is super great. Mm. It's very much like, in a sense, too, grounded in some of the brutality and ugliness of the real yeah. world. They're, they're very much um, like race and mm. um, like your nationality plays a big part. Your sexuality plays a big part. They drop a hard F a few minutes in. They do. Um, so like they're not pulling any punches about like, yeah, this is kind of the state of the of where the story is set and mm -hmm. how everybody kind of feels about everything. Mm -hmm. mm. Super interesting. I think there it's in the Wikipedia article. It also mentioned that like when it got published in America, um, some localization actually decided to rebrand it as a seinen instead of a shoujo. And what is a seinen? It's for older, older men. men. Oh, okay. So men in their like college years. So I would say like late teens to early twenties. Okay. So us. if uh, <laughs> older <laughs> men, us, boy, we've seen some shit in well, our day. Older men in the terms of people who would watch anime. So, so that that, that happened in North America's uh, magazine Pulp, and I guess it was. Identified as one of the few girls' mangas a red-blooded Japanese male adult could admit to reading without blushing. Yeah, thank what you. A description. What a, yeah. Thank you. What a bold title. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the front in the little, like, gold stick. <laughs> Red-hot-blooded yeah. Japanese men say yes. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's um, four, four episodes are out on Amazon Prime. Okay. Easiest four episodes I've watched. Like, okay. I, I initially was like, okay, let's watch an episode, and then I kind of just sat on my couch to watch the rest of it. That's been one of the shows that we've had a lot of people saying, hey, Y'all should definitely check this out. Yeah. Yeah. So. Having watched the first episode, I think I'm going to roll into that yeah. next. Aaron, Aaron is super excited for it, too. I remember we had anime slack in um, at work, and uh, back when Banana Fish was first announced, I think it was like a season or two ago, mm -hmm. I like made a comment about how bonkers the summary already was. It was, it was like, what? A 19-year-old raised by a gigolo? Is a <laughs> photographer from Japan with gangs? What? It was like nuts. Yeah. It's very cool. The characters are super interesting too. Like, um, I, I'm forgetting his name, but the the young Japanese photographer, Ag, like, Ag is like, you are immediately warm to him and oh, his yeah. his naivety and like, yeah, no, I'm mm. I'm I'm in. There's a cute like, there's a cute kid that helps out Ash that has imaginary friends. So you're like, this kid rules. And he'll <laughs> yeah. crack you over the head with a bottle. Awesome, great, yeah, love yeah, him. Yeah. Well, this definitely seems like one of the shows we're gonna probably revisit later. Then, I want to yeah. for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh. Miles, what have you been watching? Um, real quick, speaking of revisiting, yes. um, I don't want to go too deep into it since we just talked about it last week. I, I, I finished Darling in the Frank. <gasps> yes. I, uh, so, um, yeah, you know, when it first came out, I was really turned off by the hypersexuality of it and also just wasn't in a space where I was like, I don't want to fucking, I don't feel like dealing with giant robot mm -hmm. this and that. So I put it off, um, and when I heard we were going to talk about it, I watched a little bit more of it and got more invested into it. Really, I'm not going to add too much to it because I think you guys pretty much summed up how I feel about felt about it. Feel about it. Feel about it. Is <laughs> that uh? Yeah, all the all the, like the Earth story rules zero two and uh, uh, sure go get space married and go on your honeymoon cruise to destroy. Who honeymoon gives a shit? Cruise. Yeah, they yeah. get very explicit with it yeah. at the end. It's like I think they even say like let us go on our honeymoon voyage oh, yeah. as yeah. they go in the giant white dressed uh, the giant bridal dress. Yeah, she like walks down the aisle. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, no, it was fun. I'm, Towards I'm, her death. <laughs> I am. What's that scene about marriage? Well, they, I, 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 I started asking that because towards the end they're like, "Hey, we're kind of starting to like drift apart a little bit," and it's like, "Well, are they going there?" But then they were like, 
Uh, but when you die, you come back and love is forever. Who sh I don't fucking know. And I was That's like, too right. complicated. Yeah, it kind of like, <laughs> one of the things y'all said, it, it didn't feel like it 100% committed to a bunch of things, yeah. more as like, it was like, hey, we're aware of this. Anyways. <laughs> but no, well, I'm glad I watched it well, uh, so overall. Issa had an interesting question last week. And oh, right. I'm prompting this because you and I talked last yes. night. So uh, your question was, um, did we just become desensitized or numb or more uh, accepting of the sexualization of the characters? Uh-huh. Or... Did they actually stop focusing on it in the show? They actually stopped focusing on it. Oh, there are okay. so many. I think the most cockpit sex shots, what a sentence, <laughs> um, are in the first three episodes. Okay. And then it like is heavily, like it, it does not happen nearly as frequently in the first, as it does in the first three. Oh, okay. So, um, but the, uh, the thing that I watched that I am so in love with. Megalobox. Megalobox. Megalobox, we've talked a little bit, um, and we're gonna get into spoilers, but not yet, so, because I wanna sell you on this, because I feel like <laughs> currently this is a contender for my favorite anime of the year right now. Not that that's a high bar, not yeah. that I watch a ton of it, <laughs> I watch the fucking shit out of this one. Yeah. Um, Which that does say something, if you were going through and finishing it, so, as opposed to the other shows you start and don't I, I, <laughs> I took notes. Yeah. Um, first off, like, I, we've talked about it a little bit, I, I can't get around the fact that um, the art style of the show is is so unique compared to everything else out this season because it is intentionally harkening back to mid 90s late 90s anime mm. um, they you know they went lo-fi with it and like blew up some frames so that it looks really like grainy and not perfect and I I I have to admit I'm biased towards that because the the anime that got me into all of this was Cowboy Bebop, which is of that exact same time frame and mm -hmm. and I I um, instantly felt that um, so this is my pitch, and you tell me. So how how, how much Megalobox has everybody on set here watched? Three episodes. Three episodes. Six or eight. Six or eight. One episode. One episode. Okay. So um, this is how I would describe Megalobox. Megalobox is overall the tone and loose story of Rocky. If you were to include the um, character exploration and um, growth of Yuri on Ice, and then combine it with any anime tournament arc ever. <laughs> That's pretty much how I describe yeah. Megalobox. Yeah. Um, and I mean that 100% genuinely. Oh, that's actually really funny. That was one of the things that I think all of us really loved about Yuri, too, was that it yeah. wasn't just following, you know, our main hero. It would also get into the mind frame of all of his competitors and everything yeah. that they are skating for and what this means to them. And Megalobox, though it doesn't do that with every character introduced, it does it with the ones that matter, in my opinion. And, mm. well, um, and maybe you're getting into him. Like, that, that was one of the arcs I really liked was the soldier. And we'll get into that yeah. in just a bit. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, overall highlight stuff, this is from TMS Entertainment, which is one of the oldest anime studios in Japan, created in commemoration of the 50th anniversary of the manga Ashatia uh, Ashat, I'm gonna fuck it up, Ashita no Joe, uh, which essentially translates to Tomorrow Joe, which boy does that come up a whole bunch in, uh, Megalobox. Oh, yeah. Um, so, talking about the art style, I give Ben, if you could pull up just like a few of the images that I sent you, um, so, uh, the cool, unique art style that they did to make it look old and lo-fi and stuff, yeah. obviously that's just like kind of a shout out and I really enjoyed it, but I also thought um, it added a lot to the way that the characters in the world sort of felt. I think I sent you one called set design or something like yeah, that. Yeah, let me find um, This story very much reflects like, kind of like Rocky, oh boy, is that small. <laughs> well there, it's perfect, that's kind of what it looks like. Um, <laughs> kind of like in Rocky, our main heroes sort of become an unintentional hero for the underclass yeah. and those that don't have a ton of oh. um, you know, money and representation and whatnot, and when we kind get into some other characters. I mean, the reason he picks his name Joe is because like, he doesn't have a name. He doesn't have a name, he's like his name before is the Junkyard Dog. Yeah. And he's just like, uh, JD? Joe. He's like, Joe is the average, average Joe. Yeah. Like, 
Um, and this is like the, the, the world is very much separated into like two different areas. There is if you're in the Megalobox arena yeah. and if you're in that big skyscraper and if you're fucking not. Um, and a lot of the story takes place very, outside of it. Very clean versus mm-hmm. very like destroyed. Um, so dark. I love I love the overall art direction that they went with. I also fucking love the character design in this show. Like, you know, Joe is kind of scrappy and lanky and has like things hanging off of him. Whereas uh, Yuri, who's the current Megalobox world champion, yeah. he is like, he's all just rounded edges and sleek. Even his uh, his Megalobox gear, um, it's, it's not like an fitting. exoskeleton. It's Yeah, it's like fitted onto him like, Almost like Cyborg from Teen Titans. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, there's Yuri. Like he's he's got like the sheen, his hair, like everything about him is like super perfect and super clean. Yeah, um, he made me uncomfortable. He made you uncomfortable. I mean, like he he's so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just like no. Um, and there's there's like uh, obviously there's there's a lot of not so subtle stuff going on here that I'll get into in a sec. Wink, but, what? Um, uh, as to like what goes into their design and who they are and stuff like that. Oh, okay. um, real quick, I want to do, before we start to get into spoilers, um, there's a bunch of really great characters, um, but the standup for me is Fujimaki, who I would argue is kind of one of the main bad guys. Mm. Uh, this gentleman, he's essentially our mob boss. Yeah. Uh, very early on in the series, the way the kind of story goes is we have our junkyard dog Joe, his trainer Nanbu, um, they essentially just run a life where they fix fights and that's how they make a living and they do it for this guy. Um, he is an illegal crime lord dude and is fucking terrifying. <laughs> um, and as the story goes, like essentially uh, Fujimaki is the one that allows them to compete in the Megalobox tournament by pulling some strings and getting them a fake citizenship ID. Um, but in doing so, they're essentially indebted to him. Yeah. Um, if they don't like win this thing, he's gonna fucking kill them and turn them into stew. Okay. okay. Um, Every what single, every single scene with Fujimaki is like my favorite scene in the series. Like okay. through framing and just his overall design, like he dominates every fucking scene he's in. And to like for me, one of the best things I think in this in this particular show is the acting. He's always smiling, he's always well dressed, and he always seems absolutely delightful. And he manages to scare the fucking shit out of you in every scene due to framing and performance. There's another one too. Um, I think that I think the. Uh, it's called literally in between them. This is a great moment later on in the series oh, where he's starting to cause some problems between Nanbu and Joe, and he's just sort of this ever-present like, "Hey, remember what you are. I own you. Yeah. You might be winning these fights. You might be like finally fighting for yourself, but there's a fucking leash on you, and don't ever forget it." Okay, so like in the first three episodes, I, I actually genuinely liked Fujimaki as well. I thought he was yeah. an interesting character. Mm-hmm. My problem with the first three episodes was I actually hated Nanbu. Oh, Nanbu's a piece of shit. Oh, Nanbu, or as I like to call him, Anime Wario. (laughs) Because I could never look past that ever. (laughs) No, he's kind of a piece of, like, I can't tell whether or not you're supposed to, like, root for him because you understand at a certain point where he's coming from. But then also I just hate At the beginning, you're not. He's absolute shit. He's a piece of shit. They have arcs later that explain exactly why, like, the stuff he's gone through. Yeah. uh, Is that what you were about to get into? So we're about to get into spoilers now. Um, So we can go ahead and put up the spoiler tag. Um, And I won't, for you guys, I don't want to get super spoiler heavy, but just just a warning for people that are watching that maybe haven't seen it that are interested. Um, So getting into the writing of this sort of thing, I wouldn't necessarily say that. Megablox is incredibly deep or ambitious with its storytelling, mm-hmm. but I think it is practically flawless in its execution of like this classical like oh. story with just a few additional like twists and things to kind of update it a little yeah. bit. Oh, cool. Um, 
So one of the big things that comes up in the show, there is a ton of symbolism surrounding animals and particularly, particularly exploring the nature of man. Um, one of the things that Fujimaki brings up in a later episode um, is the story of the scorpion and the frog. Mm-hmm. Um, for those yeah. of you that don't know, the quick version of it is, yo, a scorpion and a frog are at a river. They both need to cross. And Scorpion's like, yo, frog, let me hop up on that back. And frog's like, no, dude, you'll sting me. That's what you do. And he's like, I won't, though, because if I were to sting you in the middle of the river, like, we'd both drown. And frog's like, I right, hop on. And then halfway across the river, Scorpion stings the frog. And frog's like, yo, why? He's <laughs> like, because I'm the scorpion and it's what I do. Yeah. Sorry, bud. Blah, blah, blah. And they both die. Oh. Um, and so the, the 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 main question that the <laughs> that the uh, uh, it's a it's it's one that I'm familiar with too because uh, Tyrion from Ruby is loosely based off of the Scorpion and the Scorpion yeah. the Frog. It's just what he do. Um, <laughs> so um, it's crazy. It's uh, crazy. Essentially, the the big I think question that the series is posing is: Is it possible for the nature of man to be changed? And uh, I think the answer to that is an overwhelming yes. Or that's ex- that's at least what it's proposing uh-huh. um, because I. I think literally everybody in this show changes drastically. Okay. Um, Joe learns what it means to fight as a team as, and kind of becomes like the stray dog that becomes a part of a pack. Oh. Yuri learns to fight for himself as opposed to someone else, a domesticated dog learning to break free. Okay. Uh, Nambu uh, makes incredible sacrifices for the sake of Joe, whereas previously Fujimaki was the one that would always refer to him as the scorpion. He just stings other people. He betrays other people's trust for his own selfish gains. Um, uh, Shio, uh, Mikio, even Fujimaki himself has like a major change okay. um, over the course of the series. Yeah. Um, everybody changes. And uh, again, it's not like the most subtle thing ever, but like it's fun to watch. One of the things I really enjoy in storytelling is watching characters go through the ringer and come out the other side different. Yeah. And that happens constantly in the show. Oh, that's cool. Um, I think um, one of the other things I enjoyed about it, again, uh, Cowboy Bebop being one of my faves is this does a really nice job of um, Cowboy Bebop is much more episodic, but um, this kind of has its sort of uh, like side story of the week sort of thing. Obviously, yeah. we're following Joe as he tries his best to fight his way up into the Megalobox Championship, where okay. he can essentially all he wants to do is pick a fight with Yuri. That's yeah. it. They got into a fight uh, in his old junkyard nowhere place. Yeah, he lost, but he wants to fight him again. And Yuri says, "Well, then fight your way up to me." That's his entire motivation, which is kind of what sets him, sets him apart from Rocky. Like Rocky's trying to like prove something. Joe just legitimately loves fighting. Yeah. And like Yuri brings out the best in him. And it's just like this adrenaline kick. We're constantly seeing Joe like early on just driving his motorcycle as yeah. fast as he can towards the cliff just to get that like high and that like, uh, there's a lot of stuff that's like implied. It's like, is he happy with his life? Was he gonna kill himself? Well, even, there's a lot going on there. We're showing a lot of those scenes now. It's from that like first rain fight. Yeah. The rain. It's like, you can see that Joe's challenging him in like their front on him because he's like you're saying it's his nature it's like mm-hmm. even though he may not necessarily want to he's like well that's what i have to do yeah mm-hmm. like just because i'm the lower class i've seen you like admiring these constructions of the wealth mm-hmm. and stuff he's like well okay now i gotta fight you yeah um and uh gosh there, i can gush about this for for so long yeah. but um a few other things I just wanted to highlight. I think the music for the series is phenomenal. It's cool. by uh, Mabanua, who is a producer, beatmaker, multi-instrumentalist, and singer. Uh, and he's also all over the web, including Spotify. Um, it very much has a um, Samurai Champloo sort of vibe. It's a lot of like easy beats and stuff. Um, but then it'll also throw in some stuff there with like some sick Spanish acoustic guitar. Yeah, um, the music was very standout from the yeah. first three episodes that I watched. It also um, it has a lot of fun too with the genre. Like there's um, certain scenes that are showing off. You know, it's time for the Megalobox ceremony, and here's our champion. And it has this like hokey, corny, like synth trumpet, like. Dah! 
da, 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 like stuff that would be like very reminiscent of like old ass anime and what we used to think is like, yeah, cool, heroic, triumphant, but it feels so fake yeah. given the time that we've had since then and, and the developments that we've made mm-hmm. since then in production of animation and yeah. these constant um, choices to go back and use these things that are outdated or use these things that no longer feel the way that they used to in order to kind of say a little more about it and like how we've kind of changed and I don't know, I just, I found it really interesting and um, uh, uh, all the characters that kind of come and go yeah. through the series, although sometimes there's just like the, I'm the big dumb guy that you gotta fight. Yeah. Um, you'll have characters like, uh, I think his name is Agaraki, yeah. who is, you learn, uh, uh, a disabled war veteran. Oh. Um, not only does he come in and serve as a physical threat to Joe in the ring, he serves as a huge mental threat to uh, Joe's fighting team, Team Nowhere, in regards to some like past interactions that he had with members of them. Yeah. Um, and then also conveniently serves as a way to make some really interesting commentary about um, PTSD and depression, coming back from war, and like, is there anything left for you and what do you fight for? Which is, mm-hmm. what do you fight for being another big question posed by the oh, show, which, wow. yeah. again, it's a lot of these questions that I feel like have been done a million times before. Like, what do you fight for? Can a man truly change? What does it mean to be a man? On it, but like, yeah. it just like I feel like it executed it super well. And the way that The Last of Us I felt like was like, hey, here's another zombie story. It's the setup you've seen a million times, but like we fucking nailed the emotional ride of this game. Uh, that that's kind of how I feel about um, Megalobox. Oh. Yeah, Aaron, so funny, Erin, um, our thumbnail artist, she was talking to me just today about how, like, she, we were having, like, oh, how was your weekend? Uh, you know, small talk. And she had a lazy weekend, just like I did. Um, only she ended up watching the entirety of Megalobox Fuck as yeah. well. Like, she's like, I stayed up until 3 a.m. because I just couldn't stop watching. It's <laughs> so in her wheelhouse as well. Like, it is. Yeah. And so she was just like, guys, watch it, please. It's good and gay. And I was like, all right, Erin. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's some definite, like, gay tones in there for sure. For sure. Yeah. I was going to be like, where's the gate? Yeah, this, yeah. Um, it's nowhere near as prominent as banana as banana fish. fish. I, I think it's more of just like slightly alluded to. Oh, but yeah. Like there's some moments in there I was like, I'm picking up some vibes, boys. Um, and dude, the fights are super fun to watch. Nice. Like, it's 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 a lot of fun, and it's only 13 episodes. So uh, yeah, it's like honestly between that and Gretzico for my favorite anime of the year so Ooh, far. Yeah. But they're so different and so hard to compare. We'll see. My, I think a, I think Gretzico is probably the more important one. Oh, I think okay. it's probably the more it's saying more things about modern issues yeah. Yeah. going on today. So in that regard, I think it's more important and relevant. But boy, does Megalobox yeah. just like it hits a lot of my buttons in regards <laughs> to like stuff that I just love seeing. And God, do you root for like you root for so many people in that show? Yeah. It's great. Was it you or Colder watching Kids on the Slope? I watch Kids on the Slope. So Kids on the Slope also Mama Nua worked on. Oh, oh snap. Is a great That's fantastic. Yeah. That is awesome. That is awesome. That is awesome. Neat. Okay. All right. Well. We could talk about Agretzico. <laughs> uh, the show I have is not nearly as important. <laughs> what is your or, show? Uh, I know nothing but about But I want to show love to all of our anime children. All of the enemies <laughs> that are made. Um, no, the next show is uh, How Not to Summon a Demon Lord. All right. Um, I think it'd be pretty easy. Wait, you just don't. Yeah. Okay. Wait. We should make. What do you think this show is about? Yes. Okay. Okay. I think this show is about some Japanese otaku mm. who is like browsing the web and then like uh, finds some sort of post about how to summon a, de- a demon lord, demon lord. And then like he does it and he's thinking maybe I'll get some cool shit out of this. But then it summons like a real sexy demon lord and now she's going to live with him and make his life crazy. That's my guess. Okay. Oh, I have to guess too. Okay. Absolutely 100% right, but. <laughs> Wait, what? No, yeah. no it's for joke's sake. Yeah. Oh, it's not actually, it's uh, completely wrong, but. 
I just wanted to see his reaction. <laughs> he jumped Aww. around for nothing. But uh, no. What, Wait, do, what do you think? I think? Yeah. Okay. Um, how to not summon emotions. a demon lord? It <laughs> is. Right. There's some parts right. <laughs> Uh, it's not, I say it's actually not isekai. It is actually set in a fantasy world okay. where the main character, I don't know if it's a guy or if it's a girl, but the main character does try to summon a demon lord and ends up getting a harem. Oh, oh so you both have so many things right, yet not completely. Uh, so, like Miles we said, we, we um, each other Otaku <laughs> Dude is playing a game and he, he doesn't have a life, so he's just like, I'm the best. Okay. I'm the best at this game. Okay. Um, falls asleep while playing. When he wakes up, there's two girls that have just summoned him. They summoned him. Because at, at the same time, they oh, tried to summon no. him. He's the demon lord. Okay. Okay. And so yeah. uh, it's essentially he's been summoned to this world where like everyone's a summoner kind of. Uh huh. Okay. And it's based on what your abilities are, that uh, or how good you are at a, at summoning that allows you to uh, summon a powerful summon person. a powerful person. So mm -hmm. these people are pieces of shit. Well, yes, they are. They are all pieces of shit. I, I However, so okay, so they were both <laughs> not necessarily powerful in their own right, but since they summoned at the same time like together, mm -hmm. it wound up like amplifying it and summoning him. But since and he's summoned at like as his game character. Mm -hmm. Oh, so and since he was so powerful, he was like the the only way that the the thing could correct. Is like, well, you're the demon lord, but the demon lord can't be a uh, a summon to somebody, so it reflects the like control magic back onto them. We just entered uh, an unofficial segment of Cole Explains. <laughs> I just learned. <laughs> Bringing it back from the dark days. Of I'm Cole trying Explains. to be better. <laughs> We used to have a bit where Cole would try to explain an anime quickly because he's not great at explaining things. No, I'm very good at explaining things. It's anime, it's weird. That's All right? fair, that's fair. Okay, so he got summoned. They were trying to summon his game character, but they summoned no, him. No, they were trying to. They were just trying to make a summon. Okay. All right. So they were just trying to make a summon. Just trying he gets to make summoned a summon. Because anime. Because anime. Mm. And uh, boys in real world gotta go to a fantasy world. They gotta get there. Um, what else are they gonna do? Well, from there, he's kind of like... He's like, oh, well, okay, now what? And they're like, well, we got to figure this out. Because he has, like, summoning responsibilities and, like, powers. Okay. But he's not a summoner. Okay. But he has a lot of magic now. Okay. okay. Is he just their slave now? Well, no. It's, they're all each other's slaves. Okay. <sighs> okay. Because, like, right. the, the enslavement magic rebounded onto them. Oh, because he's a demon lord okay. too. Okay, okay. And so, I mean, it's pretty heavy. It's as you can oh, pretty heavy. Oh, one's on the an elf scene. and the other one's a cat girl. Yeah. <laughs> That's sweet, because like, in there's a lot of stuff like, um, the cat girl's like, well, nobody likes me because I'm a cat girl, and so he's he's the only one who like treats her like normal Aww. and stuff. And the elf girl, she's just a princess. That's all. That's do. all that's really going on right now. Okay. But no, it's it's so. He, but he is the bad guy. Like, he's coming in as a bad guy. Okay. Um, okay. There's another demon lord there that he's kind of wanting to overthrow. Okay. And for a lot of various reasons, he's wanting to, like, take take that demon lord on. But um, even though he's been summoned, like, there's other bad people there. It, it's kind of, it honestly does kind of run me a lot of Overlord, which I could never really get into because of how serious it was. Like, yeah. Overlord, the main dude, is... Playing a game when the when the servers close down, mm. and it's like a um, sword art type situation where Got it's it. like you're fully you fully dive into it. Okay, yeah. um, and so um, whenever he uh, in Overlord, the guy's just overpowered, but it's serious. Like everybody else in the world is trying to take down this guy, but he's like, oh no, I can snap my finger and instantly I win. Okay, um, 
kind of similar, but it's a lot goofier. It's like got it, got it, it. more what? in the more in the realm of Konosuba. I, I like how we both like yeah. react. Yeah, to yeah, that. yeah we're like to oh. the boobles. Yeah. <laughs> so well, <laughs> what? But yeah, Whoa! It's, it's pretty heavy fan service, I guess. Yeah, but then yeah. there's summons. So overall comedy or overall like comedy, action with light comedy? comedy? Okay. There's been little action, uh, like where I've gotten, there's supposed to be a lot more action coming up. On a scale from uh, Konosuba to like the devil is a part timer, <laughs> it's probably cool. middle, like exact middle. Oh, wow. Exact middle? Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, <laughs> love devil. Yeah. It, and there's, there's a lot of that in there. It's not as much like the. It's kind of he's. Not as much of the fish out of water. Like okay. he's he's played the game for a while. He's, so he's, a, he's about he's it. Pretty adept, adept okay. to it. So that's where it. Uh, um, what's the word? Um, subverts it where he's not a newbie. He's yeah, just like, okay, and like and, yeah, he's he's pretty familiar with it. But he's he's testing right now. Like, what are the actual rules? Because he's like, well, some people shouldn't know this. So why do they know it? Like, okay. there's information that people know that they shouldn't, mm -hmm. or that there's people in places they shouldn't be. Whenever he was playing the game, so. Um, He's trying to figure that out. Yeah. Mm. So. Cool. It's, is it more on the harem side? They're like flipping between it right now. I mean, it's the first two episodes are about the two girls, but how many um, episodes are it? Four right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. First two episodes are about the, the two girls. Two girls. And then you probably introduce more characters as you. Go. Yes, like those were the two who were like the the poster, the, the main two. Right. Um, and like the one next week, she has a cool spear. So <laughs> that's pretty cool. That's pretty tight. That does sound cool. Um. But no, I'm, I'm interested to see where it's going to go because I mean, it has it's a light novel, it has a pretty nice. strong following, and people are like, no, it's good, it gets good, nice. like it gets really good. Okay, so that, out of all the isekai that came out like this season, yeah. I did I do have to admit that how did not summon a demon lord in terms of art style? I was just like, oh, this might be something I could be interested. Hmm. in. Yeah, because like some there's something about other isekai that um their their styles, especially because they're adapted from light novels, it's not necessarily rooted in like. One mangaka style, and mm -hmm. they, the mangaka have like cam comic panels and stuff. It's mostly just illustrations, yeah. and the art adaptation, character design follows like whoever had drawn the illustrations for yeah. the light novels. Um, like ReZero, I was not super into the art style because it was just like, ah, uh, you know, the same style of everything. But like first Overlord, not Overlord, sorry, <laughs> um, <laughs> Demon Lord. Uh, how to yeah. not summon a Demon Lord? Um, I looked at it and I went, oh, this is for some reason the design here appeals to me a lot more than like some of the other. Uh, shows that have come out. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep watching it. Yeah, it could also be it. the cat girl. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'd like her. Yeah. I would. I would. So um, I'll report more later. All right. Okay. okay. So there's one more show we need to talk about today. <gasps> yes, as part of our special segment, which I don't know whether we have the drop for a talk on Titan. Fan service. Animebu. It's Attack on Talking. Fool. What did I say? Attack on Titan. Attack you, on no, Titan. You, Attack on Titan. Hey, Attack on Talking. We're gonna move. We're gonna move past it. Move it's past Monday. It. It's Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, episode thirty-nine. Episode thirty-nine. Or episode two of season three. Oh my god, that was bonkers. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh this, my god. This season's like starting off not holding anything back. Yeah. Uh, motherfuckers dying left and right. Ooh. We ripping off fingernails. Like oh. shit. Ooh. Um. Yeah, okay, so uh, we pretty much start off right where we like left off last week. Kenny! Kenny! <laughs> uh, fucking Levi's yeah. doing his Spider-Man thing. He's and taking he, people out. He just Spider-Man thing like, 
for a good ten minutes of like the first half of his the abs are they got he's worked like out. ridiculous Spider Man though because he's sticking people through yeah if yeah, Spider Man oh. could web you in the face to death <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it was so crazy it was just awesome. like it was so good like you all it's like kind of like you open the door and everything's on fire like you're Donald Glover with pizza and yeah, stuff yeah. and like you that's what the feeling was like when you come into this episode because it's just like fast action 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 Levi's killing people and I'm just like oh wait what well, that's what I love like when the kids show up and they see Levi just like mowing these people down and they're like this is where we're at ready for this like, which is which becomes a big part with uh john like, yeah um, he, john yeah. and armin yes. yeah, yeah um levi essentially instructs him hey we're fighting people now too um you kill you just yeah. kill them okay yeah. um which is what we talked about last week mm-hmm. that like almost walking dead feeling humans of, are the enemy too now yeah um which is a foreign concept to yeah. most of them and um comes to a big moment with john and armin um, John refuses, well, he essentially gets the jump on, on the woman who had stolen Aaron and, um, Historia, um, has her on the ground, tells her not to move. She defies him because she can see that he's just a kid. Yeah. She pulls the gun on him and we have an awful, awful fake out moment where it looks like she shot him, but yeah. spoiler alert, Armin shot her. Uh, and this affects both of those characters greatly. Yeah. Um, all, all three. She's dead. <laughs> Good point. That's, 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 that's great fair. point. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Um, Armin's now having to come to terms with the fact that, like, hey, he I killed, killed a person. person. He raises the great interesting question, which is, why did she hesitate? I, why did she hesitate to kill you? I think it's because she was a nice person. I'm not a nice person because I didn't hesitate at all. And yeah. she's dead now. Yeah. And he's having a problem with the fact that, like, he doesn't believe these people are bad. The the the. It's not even that they just have differing ideologies from them. It's the people that they're working for have different ideologies than them, and therefore they're the ones that are on the front lines getting killed. And um. Levi the has same, a, like kind of they're both the same people mm-hmm. like Armin. I mean, I guess Armin and them have more of a reason to do it. They've they got more do. personal stakes in it. I yeah. think. Um, but, um, <gasps> Levi gives him a stern talking to and lets him know, hey, what you did was OK. Yeah. Um, because if you hadn't done it, John wouldn't be here right now. <laughs> Sorry. John I just I really need we to also do the camera. Oh, oh my God. And that's <gasps> in this section. <gasps> on also buck wild. What we thought was a potential maybe slip last week, spoiler. Um, we do find out Levi's. We do find out Levi's last name is, is Ackerman. Ackerman. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, ho, 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 hon, hon, hon. So, oh, and this, and then we go, like, very quickly into, like, a straight-up western shootout in a saloon. So that that's what surprised me the most last week, and then even this week, was how modern the technology is in the cities. Mm. Like, as far as, like, guns. Like, to this point, we'd only really seen, like, artillery, like, old cannons mm. that people could shoot. And, like, I knew it was pretty advanced with the 3D maneuver gear. Yeah. But I haven't seen people, like, run around with, well, like, a, a mag, like, a, a yeah. pistol. It doesn't really lend itself well to fighting titans, which explains why we wouldn't have seen it much. Yeah. Up they until this they mentioned in the um, the middle part before the... the uh, the commercial break, okay. they actually, their card for the mid card was um, actually the weapons that they used, I the guns, that, yeah. and yeah. it said that it's not used for Titans, it's for personnel. Yeah. And I was just like, oh. Yeah. So that's, that's also interesting, because I didn't, I watched it late last night, yeah. I didn't go back and watch everything they mentioned, mm. but they mentioned a bunch of times that the military police had kind of kept humans from getting out of control. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So they prevented um they prevented a couple from going in the air. Yeah, they yeah. they invented the hot air balloon and they were like, yeah. "No." Uh they there's a flashback where they like uh you saw I'm pretty sure that was young Historia or something. Yeah. I'd, like they killed her mom. Yeah. Um it was another there was another flashback and I'm just like, "Oh my god, what happens in the manga?" I know. So this is all crazy <laughs> yeah. to me. Uh. Yeah, the military police are essentially being used to like keep humanity from advancing forward in certain things and essentially just keeping nothing from changing. Yeah. Keeping, keeping the nothing peace. from changing and keeping nothing from like 
essentially they know they can protect this. Yeah. The and second you add a bubble over here, <clears throat> it's like, oh, okay, well, how do we... Dude, Ahanji gets no. character of the episode again for me oh because God. of uh, her brilliance in interrogating oh, that yeah. dude where they purposefully leave the door <gasps> open and then make that guy read off, essentially oh. tricking him into thinking that his partner has betrayed him. Yeah. Like, oh my fucking God, That dude. was That was, it was slick, it sucked. It was slick. It's yeah. so slick. Yeah, it was just like, oh boy, ouch! Like you really feel for him in that moment where, yeah. like he he got all his fingernails. Were those the off, same yeah. guys who interrogated? Yes. I think so. The priest. I'm, I'm I'm fairly positive the guy that they were torturing was because they make a comment about like how many fi- like how many fingernails they Did ripped you? off of him oh, and like okay. how many have you done and he's mm-hmm. like ah too many to count. Yeah. yeah. Um. Whew. And then like just. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it's it's uh to back to Armin's point like these are people that aren't mustache twirlingly evil yeah. at least these this poor bastard that got tortured like he legitimately thought he's been doing the right thing and yeah. believes it like but I'm he here also keeps the peace I'm here for the king and the king knows best yeah he's he's really drinking he also, Kool-Aid took, on this. he also took a lot of enjoyment in torturing the priest dude well no that's did they ever show that I don't think because because they because okay. he he makes a point that Hanji's like you seem to take joy in this I just did it because I knew I had to and I never questioned it okay. what's wrong with you oh. um because like I thought yeah, I guess they never they never really expressed that because I remember seeing him and he was like, "No, I'm not gonna tell you." Like, yeah, you know, no, he's very stone faced, very nonchalant about it. About it. Um, but yeah, there's our moment where where oh, yeah. they're reading off to trick him. The so overall, like as a person who has read the manga and as someone who has like admitted, I've stopped reading the manga recently um, because Attack on Titan is a monthly serialization. Um, so you do have to wait a month for 40 pages uh, mm. for every chapter to come out. So just the fact that it got to this point, and I was saying in our in our um, group chat, I was just like, this is already so much better than reading the manga. Mm. Like, there's so there are so few anime adaptations that I think are actually better than reading the original source material, and I feel like this is kind of, season three of Attack on Titan is definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. Can you get into what's different without, like, causing spoilers or anything? Because so, I'm, I'm so curious as to what it is that you think they've done better than the manga. Well, one, first of all, the, just all the action scenes. Sure. Um, reading the manga can be a little tough because mm. it's kind of clear from the get-go that um, the artist behind it, wonderful storyteller, and obviously his style is more attributed to like the idea that he is talking about some extra-terrestrial horror. Not terrestrial, sorry. It's just some like weird horror thing. Extra-human. Okay. Extra-human, like, sub, uh, kind of going beyond that. Like They're dealing with Titans, so his art style does allude to this horror, which is why his art style can be a little rough to go through. Um, the thing is the chapters that were go- leading up to this currently, it felt like it took forever to get there. Cause okay. one, it's a monthly serialization and two, it got around that time when Attack on Titan got really popular because of the anime. Mm. So this trend that happens with popular serializations is that they slow the pace down mm. because it enables people to have jobs longer. Right. So uh, why why do something in one chapter when you could do it in two chapters? And that means you have people a job for two months, yeah. and people are going to buy two things instead of just doing it in one. Yeah. So it is it is like a business strategy. It also kind of helps with the artist to figure out, oh, maybe I can concentrate on this thing more than this thing. Sure. So the thing is, here you already knocked out like three months of waiting. Wow. With these two episodes, in my opinion, because it felt like it took three months just mm-hmm. to get here mm. to this point, and the action was so freaking good. It was great. Like animation, yeah. like. Uh, mm, season three, yes. I can already tell you, it, season three is worth it just to watch the animation. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's I'm so excited good. for next week. Yeah. 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 Hey, so, uh, yeah, we left off. Go ahead. 
Real quick, this is legitimate. Can you remind me what's the deal with uh, Irwin? Uh, he's their like blonde leader boy. He's, yes. a he's where is he again? Because I'm I keep he, getting he, weird shady vibes from him, but I I well, cannot for the life of me remember where he is I and what he's doing. He's, he's just the, always in a room looking real pensive. He's at the <laughs> command, I believe. He's the commander for the scouts. Yeah, right. I know that. Yeah. But he got his arm bit off at the end of the last season. Oh yeah, he did. Because yeah. he was like charge. So by the way, which is why I was really confused because he lit a candle with one hand. He like had a match in his hand, and you don't yeah. see him animate it. He's that badass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like you had him with a match, and then you just look at the candle, and my mind like, is he gonna light it? He's gonna light it, and then five seconds later, he lights it. I was like, but how? <laughs> it was, it was pretty crazy. Which, hmm, yeah, that that is something I. This could be a like most people probably most people are like you, and probably have already read further ahead. Um, yeah, it does raise a lot of questions, like. Where, where is where is he or was he taken into custody? He might I don't know if he's like remember. in recovery or something. I, yeah, I think I'll look it up right after he, he also then, might be sep um, purposely separated from Levi and Hanji because right. they're trying to not raise any flags about like what they're doing, even though everyone knows he, what they're doing. But like he's also, I'm, I'm, also being the commander of the scouts, they don't want to. Ri I mean, he's already sure. put himself at risk. Yeah, 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 yeah. That much. I just I, I keep getting now that we're continuing to raise the question of like who do you trust and what's going on. Like mm. there's Levi, the guy that like is very questionable and like he will kill and he's always drawn with looking like grim and like haggard and blah blah blah. And then you have Pretty Boy Irwin, who's like I'm the poster boy of the good guys. Yeah. So I'm just like please don't be bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're seeing that this season is going to be a lot about them. Yeah. Do the opening because it's like keeps showing the flashbacks of both. Hitting on that, the flashback of Levi, whenever it showed like Kenny like talking about. Oh, the about, preview. Was it the preview it where was it shows like super gaunt? Oh like, yeah, yeah. The episode, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like how we're both just like. <laughs> um, it eat, was eat a sandwich, kid. It shit. was nuts. I think they actually made that as a side chapter. I don't think they covered it in the main mm. serial, mm. Uh, but I do know that was like a side thing that they yeah. had published, like um, the history of Kenny yeah, and of Kenny, Kenny and Levi. And, and, um, and Levi. and uh, who? Uh, it's it's crazy to me because in Japan, Levi is such a popular character. Yeah, I have no idea why. Because in the first two seasons, and even reading the manga, I was just like, he just because he's like. I mean, he's cool. That's Visually, he's like he the Kaiba. He like, I know, yeah, he's, like, he's the, like super cool. But then, like this episode of season three, I was like, okay, I get, I get it. it. I get what like, you're cool. I didn't, I didn't know whether that was more fan service for people who like Levi or just trying to convince people yeah. who didn't like Levi you should like him. <laughs> he's also like the the senpai. He is, like, yeah. It's a, uh, it's funny. Um, so yeah, but yeah, the the opening constantly has that flashback to. Um, I'm sorry, I'm laughing because I was trying to think of a way to describe Levi. My brain went Uncle Iroh meets Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> One person in broadcast laughed, and it wasn't worth it. No, I'm sorry. Uh, no. Uh, oh God, you ruined me. <laughs> What's his name? Um, Uncle Iroh and Shadow the Hedgehog. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. No, uh, you know that guy, the com commander of the Scouts, Irwin. Irwin. Yeah, like uh, the opening has him like as is little he kid running around. Of tails and someone else. <laughs> No, he's all Sonic. <laughs> all Sonic. <laughs> but yeah, I love that part when Sonic got his arm bitten off. <laughs> he had to do it for the Chaos Emeralds, Cole. He had to go faster. The arm was slowing him down. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's constantly running with his arms, but he's trying to leave him behind. <laughs> they just get in the way from my one giant connected eyeball. Oh, oh man. I'm fucking crying. <laughs> <laughs> fucking yeah, man. also Krista's, or Historia. Is in the opening a bunch. Oh, oh yeah, her daddy. 
Oh, yes, oh, she who that does. Was? I forgot who that was at the end. They were like, yes, there was some dude uh, with a mustache, and I was like, well, he, that was that was. He also, I got him confused with the merchant that yeah, got totally he was also, killed. Oh yeah, who got totally right? They looked very similar to yeah. me. <laughs> all these white guys. Yeah. All these white guys, all these white guys with mustaches, <laughs> balding. They all look like Dr. Eggman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's so funny. All right, that that's our goal. But this figure out who these characters are from this The Sonic is that a thing? Sonic Attack on Titan crossover? Wait, wait, does that it's Attack on Titan and Knuckles? Wait, does that mean Armin is Tails? Oh my God! So we're like Armin's tails. Is Mikasa? What? Who is Mikasa? She's not quite a knuckle. She's not quite a knuckle. Blaze. She could be Blaze. Who the fuck's Blaze? Is she the pink one? No, she's the cat. She's the cat. No, that that's Blaze. You're thinking of Amy Rose. I'm thinking of I'm. I was thinking of Rouge the Bat. Actually, God, there's a lot of fucking Sonic characters. Who are the Titans? Big. Big the cat. He is the most horrifying of all Sonic And he's big He's like, hey, let's go fishing. He's constantly walking up the walls. Oh, God <laughs> damn it. Can uh, we end the show? Wait, Can wait. we end the show? The preview is really exciting because that also took like five months to get to. So I'm really excited for what this happened in the preview? episode. Um, you get, they mentioned something about Irwin's. You, Irwin finds something out about his past or like he, he <gasps> thinks about something. In his, his mom past. was a Titan. Um, <laughs> his mom was Sonic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> his mom's Sonic. <laughs> Oh, anything um, else we gotta we wanna cover for you? Yeah, we have a couple there's things. There's a few announcements. Um as we mentioned before, <laughs> the reason we're in this uh mental state is because of RTS. <laughs> yeah. This weekend in Austin, if you're coming, come watch us. Yes. If you're not, you can still watch us on the Mixer app. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We're still looking into it um because we want to give you guys the accurate information. It should be recorded. We'll see. We, we'll, Hopefully, it'll po- probably post it as like a side episode. Yeah. If, if you want to, if you want to definitely check out a live episode of Fan Service, then then watch it live on the Mixer app. This yes. Weekend. Um, and we also had uh, some happy news for some of our Fan Service family Go family on. this week. Um, Issa, Carrie, and Austin. Yeah. Will be at Crunchyroll Expo this Woo! fall. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, half the family. Half the family. Uh, <laughs> sadly, Miles, myself, and Gray will not be able to make it yeah. for other various reasons. So, um, so you get to be stuck with us. <laughs> no, you get, y'all get the best. The, the best three. <laughs> the best three. Oh no, Carrie. Oh, I have to remind Carrie to bring his nut button. Oh, we do yeah. have to do. We that. didn't have a nut button this time. We got bones. We got bones. We got bones back. Step bones. in the right direction. If whoa, what kind of reunion's gonna be when the nut button and bones are in the same? <laughs> Bones in the nut. Nut and bones. The CW. <laughs> all right. Bones and nut. All right. Bones and all nut. right. All right. Uh, Anything else? No. Thank all right. you. This I enjoyed this done. episode. <laughs> so much. <laughs> 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 we'll see you guys next week. Uh, adios. <laughs> so long. <laughs>